Hey guys and welcome back to Joko Yo. What today is going to be about, as we have been looking at the last few um, last few episodes, it's going to be about how our towns came to be, and and we're starting to round out pretty much what we can identify as a legitimate defined town. We don't have but just so many in this area, or in this specific county. We have a you know we have a few. But there are a couple of them that are left, and so uh, today we're going to uh, round out the actual places that are municipal charters or municipally chartered, you know, communities. Um, and today we're going to look at the following communities, or the communities of Princeton, Archer Lodge, and Four Oaks. And what a tangled web we weave now. We, by now, and if you've been listening, know how Smithfield and Selma, Benson, Kenley, Pine Level all got their names. But, you know, a few of them, how the names happen, they're kind of mysteries. And, you know, when you have mysteries, and mysteries lead to myths and theories and conjectures that may or may not have any place in actuality. And a few of our places sort of qualify as such. Uh, like Clayton, for example. Some think that Clayton is named for a senator that was not even from North Carolina. Other people say that's because of the clay dirt of the area. One of the most accepted theories is that it's named to honor a teacher. Well, either times change or that's a laughable thing. Honoring teachers, especially if they have to name a teacher after them. Wow, I'm a teacher, I can tell you. Yeah, whatever. But maybe, I mean, it's, it's possible. You know, things, things have changed. And Princeton. For example, Princeton's really, really old, and perhaps older even than Smithfield from looking at the records. It was originally called, Princeton was, Boone Hill, after Joseph Boone, his brother Ratcliffe, who established a tobacco warehouse of swords on the noose. Of course, as we have seen, industry begets commerce, commerce begets transportation, transportation begets residents. And it was known as Boone Hill, um, and it existed for about a century before it was chartered as a town in 1861. Um, in fact, we could even see maybe even later than that. It was the second town in Johnson to receive its charter. Uh, of course, Smith was the first one. And before the railroad busted through, that's it. so that makes Smithfield and, and Princeton Boone Hill, I should say, I'm sorry, Boone Hill and Smithfield alone in Johnston's towns as being the only two to be born like chartered without the benefit of a railroad coming through. Now, a railroad did come through both of them eventually, but they were born before then. And it was on a stage road that connected Goldsboro to Raleigh, and of course, it was on the Noose River. It had a livery stable uh, for people to rent horses, that's what that means, People to rent horses on their way, if necessary, or to use locally. So Boone Hill is old, been around for a long time. So how do we get Princeton from Boone Hill? He got me. Um, the prevailing theory, like Clayton, is one that no one is really quite certain of. I mean, it, it's a theory. Apparently, there's a name, a man named Hensley, who moved here from or moved to Boone Hill from New Jersey in 1863. Now, if you know what's happening in 1863, a person moving in from New Jersey, probably not going to be that welcome. Now, either he was from Princeton, New Jersey, or he was simply an admirer of his, of his university. No one really is quite clear on that, or really any of it. 
And then the question arises, how does the simple preference of one outsider or a northerner, you know, at that and during the Civil War of all times, come to change the century-old name of a community? I guess when the total population of the town is 12 at the time and he makes 13 and he thereby increases, you know, as a result, single-handedly, the population by a tenth, well, now I guess it's not so ludicrous. I guess. Princeton it is then. Another one, for example, Four Oaks. Four Oaks is another Johnston town whose name is a kind of a head-scratcher. Now, nearly all the stories about Four Oaks go back to one event. A possum was in a tree, and someone cut down the tree to get it and dispose of the possum. What did the possum do to him? Oh, well, actually, as someone that has raised chickens, possums can be pretty mean to chickens. Maybe that's what it is. But I know possum hunting was a, was a, was a thing, was a big thing. And so someone cut down the tree to get this particular possum. Eventually, four trees will grow out of that stump. A man named Kenshin Barber bought the property, liked the four oaks off of that one stump, thought it was kind of cool, and made it a centerpiece of his property. That's lovely and all. But a possum hunt is not really enough to build a town around. But a railroad is, as we've seen. And the uh, Atlantic coastline, like so many others, um, like so many other towns, are just going to scout out the place to put in a depot. Of course, the train's going from Smithfield down to Benson and, and further on. The story has it that the president of the Atlantic Coast Line himself, um, a Colonel Robert Rufus Bridgers, is from Edgecombe County. He's the president of the ACL, and he's a graduate of UNC Chapel Hill, which is just UNC at the time, law school. He heard the story, liked the idea of Four Oaks, and personally named this depot the Four Oaks Depot. Four Oaks. Now, that much seems to be pretty much agreed upon. The stories begin to diverge about the possum hunt. Some, hate, some say that a man named Aaron Wallace in 1850 cut down the oak to get the possum. Some say a railroad official named J.B. Exum much later did it. But these things are true. Bridgers, who dabbled in law, had a store in Wilmington, got involved in statewide office, got elected, purchased lots of land for farming in Edgecombe County, Halifax County, and in Florida, bought right away... He bought right-of-way near the depot, and along with 40 acres that had joined that depot from a man named Isaac Evans Blackwell, and from that purchase, he built a town. It was established in 1887, and by the time it was chartered, Four Oaks was humming with mills, a cotton gin, a store, a church, and even a saloon ran by a man named D.W. Keene, serving a town population of 25. But it did serve... A much wider community. Now, if Princeton or Boone Hill is our oldest, uh, another one, Archer Lodge, is the newest and one of our most populous. The first rule, I should say, before we start talking about Archer Lodge, the first rule of Archer Lodge is that it is decidedly not Archer's Lodge. There's no S there. That's what they all tell you. That's step one. Now, Archer Lodge was founded in 2009, so it is pretty much new, but already it has over 5,000 residents, making it more populous than Benson and Four Oaks almost combined. Now, the Railroad Times, just like the Railroad Times gave birth to Four Oaks and the news gave birth to Princeton, Johnston's housing boom is going to give birth to this town. But again, like those, there was a community in that area for a long time before there was an official charter. There was always a commercial hub. 
In the case of Archer Lodge, this hub of the community may have been simply Barnes's store, but the store was at a cross-junction of the Wilson-Raleigh Road and the Lewisburg-Fayetteville Road. The community around that store and that crossroads was, at one point, one part of it was called Creechville. Now, next door to the store, and established in 1854, sat a Masonic lodge serving the community's Masons. It was named for its master Mason, his name is John Archer, and that building is still standing, making it one of the oldest standing Mason lodges in the state. So, if you ever wondered, Archer Lodge is not named for a bow hunting lodge, but for a mason lodge. And that's not really so unusual. The community of Polenta, for example, in Johnson County, not too far from Cleveland, popped up around a masonic lodge also. I mean, if we can name a town after a possum hunt, I mean, so at least, you know, that's the story. And here we are, three towns, and that's a short one, but we popped in the last three, and um, there'll be more stuff coming out about those. I mean, y'all, you have no idea how many stories I've got, but you actually might. So um, that ends us up, rounds out our municipalities, and we get back next time. We're going to be talking about, hey, you know, what about those towns that didn't quite make it? That's where we're going to head. And y'all, I hope it's been fun. I've had fun. Always do have fun, and uh, talk to you later. Be good.